0: Hi, this is John Leahy, host of Airing It Out, files from Leahy's broadcast booth. I wanted to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to the podcast on a weekly basis. I truly appreciate my great audience. I'd also like to encourage you to consider subscribing to the podcast. We're on Apple and Spotify and virtually any place where podcasts are heard. So if you like the content, please consider subscribing. I appreciate it once again. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode. Everyone and welcome to airing it out. Files from Leahy's broadcast booth. I'm John Leahy, your host, and uh, it is great to have you here on the podcast once again. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode. We had a little bit of everything. We talked uh, about a lot of different subjects here on the podcast. Uh, we talked about the bean pot and my books coming out and uh, all kinds of cool things. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to check out that episode or any other episode that we've done on the podcast, please feel free to check out the website that we have for the podcast. It's at leahystorytelling.com. You can find all the episodes we've done. There is a video area. There's a blog area. Uh, you can also leave a voice message. There's a purple microphone at the lower right-hand corner of each page of the website. And uh, it's it's a really cool, cool uh website. So uh, also I'd like to encourage you to check out my website at com and the podcast links directly to the website. So everything's all interactive and uh, it's all in one place. You can also leave a rating for any specific episode that you like. You can uh, leave a rating from zero to five stars or you can also uh, leave a written review as well. So Uh, Last week, we talked about a whole different set of topics, and this week, it is Valentine's Day. It is the day of love, and uh, I'm going to welcome in my wife, Lori Ann. She has been on the podcast twice before, and uh, we're going to talk Valentine's Day, and uh, it's a very special day. I know to you, Lori, it's an extremely uh, important day, and uh, let's start by what Valentine's Day means to you.
1: Well, Valentine's Day, I know that there's a lot of things that happen there. A lot of people think of chocolates. A lot of people think of you have to buy something. But I think Valentine's Day is just a great day for people to get together and show people what they mean to each other. Because after all, life is kind of crazy. So actually having a minute or two to realize what's important is what Valentine's Day is all about.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, areas and topics about Valentine's Day we can talk about. I guess one of the important things, the most important thing is how important it is to appreciate your partner in a way that makes them feel special, right? Isn't that what a loving relationship is all about, appreciating your partner in the way that they want to be uh, appreciated?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Being married now since, oh my God, since 1999. (laughs) I feel so old. If you haven't figured it out by now, you're in trouble, but it's always important to hear both sides. Even if you disagree, you kind of agree to disagree and try to figure out what is the right answer.
0: Well, you know, our history goes back a long way. And, uh, in terms of our relationship, I remember... Yeah,
1: from the last century.
0: <laughs> the end of the last century. Yeah. Right, But, uh, you know, we started out, you know, our first date was uh, in Boston, right? And there was... Uh,
1: Boston, and we had a piano bar <laughs> that we went to. That was kind of fun.
0: Well, weren't we in Faneuil Hall for yeah, that we first were. date?
1: And then we went to the Black Rose, and what a great night that was.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. And of course, we've had some great times over at Castle Island, too, in South Boston, right? When the weather is nice. Castle
1: Island is so pretty. And Mm. on a really nice, warm day, you can sit back and you can watch the airplane leave the airport. And probably the best part about that is you look at the airplanes and you start to notice the tails of the airplanes, and you kind of sit back and go, ooh, look at that one. That one's Aerolingus. That one's going to Ireland. Wouldn't it be fun?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the planes fly right over your head, absolutely. And uh, I know we've had some fun times over there with the music, right? We've we brought the, some music over there, and we've had it in the warm weather. Can't go over there and do that in the cold yeah,
1: weather. Yeah, way too cold now.
0: Yeah, but really, that in terms of you and I, that's always been a, a pretty special place to visit, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, just go,
1: bring a guitar, <coughs> bring a uke and just sit down, relax and play some nice music, and it doesn't even have to be the romantic kind. Sometimes it's just kind of fun to go and do some rowdy stuff too and if you're lucky, you might actually have a few fans out there and they'll sing along with you.
0: You got to bring your U-case and leave it open so people can uh, leave tip money, right?
1: <laughs> Sometimes. Know?
0: So is is there a, a funny memory that comes to your mind when we were dating? You know, it was there anything that that uh, kind of made you laugh and was funny, and, and what made it so fun? I
1: think uh, one of the things that actually was was very fun is uh, at the time you had family down there in Texas, and we had met we had met up with your parents, and we were with with your parents, and we went to downtown Dallas, I guess. Yeah, right. And right One of the places we went to was a dueling uh, piano bar. And what was fun about that is that your family is so musical that I remember we went there one time, and it was just you and I, and we're listening to them play, and I remember you kind of like talking to me and say, saying, you know what, I think I could do that better. I'm like, go up there and play, and you're like, no, nah. no, Well, he wouldn't
0: let me go up, you remember?
1: Yeah, he wouldn't let you go up, but it was just kind of funny where you would sit back and go, I could do that better. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you? You know, where we were supposed to be entertained, but we could have entertained others. So that would have been fun.
0: I'm trying to remember the name of that place. It was right in the west end of Dallas, right? Uh,
1: What I remember is it had a ginormous, oh gosh. Gators. Gators, Gators. that was the name of the place. It had a ginormous alligator in front with cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. And this alligator must have been... Oh, gosh, four stories high? Easy. And it was just like this, a place, unless you knew where it was, you'd have no idea it was there. Mm -hmm. But yet, as soon as you saw the alligator, you're like, why wouldn't an alligator with a a cowboy hat and cowboy boots have a piano bar behind it? It's Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas.
0: So if we're talking about Valentine's Day, what would be your absolute perfect date from, from your perspective?
1: My absolute perfect date, well, I hope my boss not, isn't listening. Uh, I definitely wouldn't be working that day. And I think my perfect date would probably be to go out somewhere just with someone who I love or a good friend, a good partner. And we would just go out and have an adventure day and maybe just get in the car and drive. If we ended up in the beach, great. We ended up on on. The mountains that's great too it's just going out on an adventure and having a great time
0: see I thought you might say something about space or science because we had a trip we did a trip up to Bar Harbor Maine right yeah and we yep. uh, we got a lot of astro- uh, astronomy stuff in right we saw uh, the planet uh, with the ring around it Saturn right
1: yep and that was actually <clears throat> their star they actually have a star culture weekend up there in Maine. So that was a lot of fun, but that's, it's fun, but it's something where it was very, um, very different because we are very sports oriented. So actually having to do something that wasn't sports oriented was kind of strange actually, but it was fun because it was something where we learned a lot about different things in one of the parts that I really liked was they had these gigantic telescopes and they could actually show you different things up in the sky. I mean, you look at the sky, it's just little white dots up there, but you get a telescope and you can actually see things and it's kind of like, wow, that is so cool.
0: What do you think is the most important thing that makes a relationship successful? You know, maybe along the lines of trusting your partner, some ideas, what do, you think, what do you think is the most important aspect of making a loving relationship successful?
1: Realizing that it's not always me, it's not always I, and it's not always me, 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 me. It has to be a 50-50 or it has to be a shared uh, work. And it's not something that is just gonna happen. You have to work at it because everybody comes into a relationship with a different uh, circumstances, and they grew up differently. So my life was a lot different than what you grew up with. Um, I grew up in a family where it was very business-oriented. My father owned a business, he owned property, uh, I went to college, I was in computer science, and I didn't know the difference between a hockey puck and a baseball bat. But on the other hand, you grew up very musical, very artistic. You grew up in sports. You grew up with families that would just sit down and play music together. Um, in my family, we didn't sing because we had too much glass around us and we would break <laughs> the glass. So it w- I really think that because we're so different is why we're a great pair.
0: Absolutely. Uh, now, um, Valentine's Day, there's a lot of traditional things that we associate with Valentine's Day. And I'm going to ask you as a woman. I'm going to get a female perspective here. Uh, when women receive things like cards and flowers and chocolates, uh, how much do you think women really value those things on Valentine's Day?
1: <clears throat> I'm going to be honest with you. It all depends on the thought process and how she receives it. Uh, Getting a card from the dollar store with someone who actually handwrites something that's really kind, beautiful, means more to, at least means more to me than to have someone go and get me a $500 bouquet of roses. Yeah, get me the roses. I love roses. But it's not the same. It's not the same intention and it's not the same thought process.
0: Is there a particular Valentine's Day gift that you have, uh, that sticks out more than others in your, in your mind or your memory?
1: Oh, I think you know which one I, I'm going to choose. The first Valentine's Day that I knew you, uh, you gave me a very cute little card, and you wrote in it, I'd love to have a first date. Well, guess what? That first date... I wasn't that blunt, by the way. <laughs> no, I put a lot of thought into that Absolutely. Card. But the uh, idea was, you thought so much, you, b- you bought a card and you wrote something very nice, very heart heartspoken, very thoughtful, and that was probably my favorite Valentine's Day card I've ever gotten. And I still have it to this day.
0: Oh, that's great. I remember it well. Yeah, I do. And... Uh...
1: Plus, then you went on vacation for a couple of weeks, and I didn't know where, what happened to you. But well, hey. I
0: wanted to create the element of uh, yeah, surprise yeah, yeah, and yeah, mystery. Yeah.
1: Sure, he did. See,
0: don't forget, I'm a psychology major, so I know I know <laughs> the intricacies of human behavior. So, um, But yeah, no, I, rem- I remember that well. Now,
1: And I'm a DTA. Um, don't trust anyone, so what a good pair we are.
0: <laughs> Do you think men and, men and women should split the check on a first date? What, what are your feelings about that?
1: My feelings are whoever asks should pay.
0: Right. Simple That's and to the point.
1: Nice and easy. If I ask someone out on a date, guess what? It's on my dime. Vice versa. And if you feel the need to say, I'd like to go Dutch treat, be honest with someone and say, you know what? Maybe finances aren't all that they're up to be right now so you basically say I'd really love to do something but unfortunately my finances aren't all all up to snuff so I'm gonna do my best and if you could help out that would be great or if it ends up being something like that then be more creative you don't have to go out every single time to a five-star restaurant you know sometimes just going out for a coffee and a little snack that can definitely be romantic.
0: Now, different people uh, feel love in different ways. Like some people need to see that they're loved. Some people need to be told that they're loved. Some people need a hug to be loved. Uh, they call those love languages. It, it, what what way do you feel most loved? Do you need to like, see a note or do you need to hear the words? Or, or maybe it's a hug. Is there any mode that's more real to you?
1: Well, I think for me... Uh, just because of my background, um, in my in my family, we always say "I love you." Like the last thing we, when we see somebody, we always say "love you," and then they walk away. But I think for me, it's more, not the words, but actually acting out and showing. You know, you don't always have to do something that's like, "Oh my gosh, it's a Hallmark card," right? Mm-hmm. Being in love and showing love can be something as simple as, oh, I don't know, I my car is dirty and someone wants to clean it for me. That's part of being in love and showing, the, showing kindness, showing that you care. Could even be something as sweet as, hey, I'm on my way home and I'm going to pick you up a pizza so you don't have to cook for tonight. So I guess for me, it's showing Mean that I'm loved without actually saying the words because you don't need to because it's your what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I guess the question I was driving at was that we all have different ways that we process information, yeah. right? So, like some people love it when they're told that they're loved. Some people uh, love it when they see that they're loved, like it could be a note or anything yeah. like that, or some people just really respond to a hug. So I think, I think everybody has a dominant way that they process information. So... That, that's kind of what I was getting at. I personally love to hear the words.
1: Yeah. You know. <laughs> See, I just feel sometimes that words are so empty that you can say the words but have no emotion. I guess for me, the way I know that I'm loved, and I, I think it's by the act of not having to say the words but to actually doing something. So I guess that's the physical because it's, it's not words. It's not being, like, seeing something. It's more having it shown by the way you live your life. Yeah.
0: So, like, you know, physical touch and hugs, that's what we call kinesthetic. Yeah. So there's, uh, yeah, so, so I totally understand where, where you're coming from. Um, what do you think is more important, a physical connection or an emotional one?
1: Emotional, yeah. because a physical connection, um, what you look like when you are 16 years old and what you look like when you're 60, two different people, two different lifestyles, two different ways of living. If you're going by the physical, that poor six-year-old, I feel bad for that person because that person definitely doesn't have the same features as the 16-year-old.
0: Uh, suppose someone came up to you for relationship advice. Oh, God. Suppo-
1: I tell them, don't come to me. i well, got no, bad well, news. No, no I'll, I'll finish here. All right. Uh,
0: suppose, you know, someone was single and was interested in getting involved in a relationship, uh, you know, whether it be a man or a woman. Uh, what kind of advice would you think about giving them to kind of pursue a successful relationship and stay in one?
1: I would say don't force it. Mm -hmm. don't sit back and say okay I have a date I have a time and if I'm not X then I'm a failure you never know you could meet somebody on an app you could meet somebody in a restaurant or like what happened to me is you could take a job that you absolutely positively hated because you needed the job the company is gone but you know what after that year con after that year contract was up, I got myself a husband so I couldn't have been that bad.
0: <laughs> Interesting question. I'd love to get your opinion on this because people have different uh, answers to this question. And The question is, do you believe in love at first sight?
1: I believe that there are so many different people in the world and there so many different ways to fall in love that that's a possibility.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A great example is my parents. My parents were married for over 30 plus years. My father and mother, they went out on a blind date and it was love at first sight. Uh, 10 days after they, they had their blind date, uh, they were married and uh, my father was being shipped off to the Air Force and my mother was following. But on the other hand, there are other people that I know that have been in relationships for years and years and years, never get married, and you know what? They don't need to because they know that a piece of paper isn't important to them. So I think that everyone is built so differently that to say that you absolutely cannot fall in love in three seconds, that's kind of like saying that we are the only humans in the universe, or maybe beings, I should say, in the universe, because that's kind of crazy too.
0: Well, I'll go back to the question I asked you earlier about what's more important, an emotional connection or a physical connection. I agree with you. I think the emotional connection is more important because the emotional connection lays the groundwork Correct. for the physical relationship yes. that Absolutely. comes later. So. Uh, I, I believe that you have to work work at it you know get a level of trust going between the two people
1: because we're, because the world is a is a hard place sometimes and there are times when there are decisions that need to be made and there's not a good decision but you both have to kind of get together and make one
0: yeah, absolutely
1: and you have to hear both sides and sometimes, you have to sit back and say, okay, I'm I'm going to give you a mulligan on this one. You get this one, but next time, I'll get the next one.
0: What do you think is better, being proposed to publicly or privately? Interesting question, huh?
1: Very interesting question. Considering I was proposed to very, very publicly uh, on a Christmas Eve, on a stack of plastic chairs <laughs> that I felt like I was a princess, I don't know. I think in this world of cell phones and selfies and the internet, it's kinda cool to have it done publicly. So you can have, what we have in the world today is not just a little family that is in a more town. We could have friends in different countries, different locations, and they can join in the enjoyment and join in the fun. So I think publicly.
0: Yeah, and I think most people have a tendency to do that nowadays, like you said, with the social media, with the phones, with whatnot. Uh, for example, our nephew just got uh, engaged, yeah. and there was, I'm not sure if it was a public or private uh, thing, but you know, it was shared on social media afterwards, so it yeah. becomes a public thing Absolutely. whether you like it or not. But I, I guess if you had your choice, which would you prefer, public or private?
1: see i think that it's such a special thing to happen i mean hypothetically it should only happen once but hey you know how many times you get married is up to you so if you want to do it four or five times i I got nothing against that so i think if it's something where it's okay with both of you definitely do this where the whole world can see But there are some times when privacy is better Hmm. because sometimes it's such an intimate moment that you want to cherish it on your own without having prying eyes and having comments that might be inappropriate. How big
0: a role do you think music plays on Valentine's Day? I know in my life it's pretty important.
1: Absolutely. I mean, think think about all the all the clicks and the bites and the likes that are gonna happen on Valentine's Day because of music. Uh, back in my day, I feel like I'm an ancient woman by now, but um, there was a time when you would go and you would um, ask someone to play it, a song on the radio because you wanted them to hear hear that they were loved. I mean, I don't hear that very often, but I always thought, gee, for someone to take time out of their day to think about that particular person is really really what love is.
0: You know, gratefulness is an important part of being in a relationship, right? What what do you feel like you're most grateful for in your relationship now?
1: I think that I'm most grateful for to be honest with you buddy. Yeah. He's my best friend. <laughs> I I feel like we should be in the in the toy story. You're my best friend. <laughs> um, the idea of, you know, love is great and love is amazing. But if you don't have a best friend and you don't have a friend at the end of the day that you come home to that you can talk about anything with, love is going to fade because if it's just a physical thing, it's not going to last forever.
0: If you could sit down with your 13 year old self, uh, what, uh, what would you tell yourself about love?
1: Don't give up. <clears throat> Don't give yeah. up. Uh, when I was 13 years old, I was a very big girl. I was, oh gosh, probably around 240, 250 pounds in junior high. And I would get picked on and made fun of.
0: That wouldn't have happened if I was there, by the yeah, way.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Kids are going to be kids. And I always sat back and said in, in my mind at that time, no one's ever going to love me because of who I am. But you know what? I would have went to that 12 year old kid and said, you know, this is short. Life is short and things will change and you are loved, whether it's your parents, whether it's your brothers and sisters, or, hey, you know, our four-legged friends. They're just all full of love, aren't they? I mean, have you ever looked in a dog's eyes? I mean, come on. They could just melt you. So you're always loved. And to be open to the possibility of being loved by anyone and everything.
0: What do you think is the most important part of a romantic relationship?
1: The most important part of a romantic relationship, I think, is... That's a, that's a good one. What do you think it is?
0: Well, I think... I think trust, you know, trust in your partner and trust that, you know, you can, uh, you can rely on that person and friendship, of course, you know, like you said, best friends, you know. So I, I guess there's a lot that goes into a rom- romantic relationship.
1: But... See, I think it's a kindredship um, to actually feel like you're kindred souls to actually feel like you're understood and you can be understood. So this way, sometimes it's not what you say, but what you do. And there are times when you don't, if you don't have the words, you need someone to understand. And I think that's important.
0: Absolutely. Now, What do you think about the celebration of Valentine's Day? How important is it? And do you think it should be a national holiday?
1: Valentine's Day, you realize the best Valentine's Day is okay, but it's um, February 15th. That's the best day of the year, right?
0: February 15th? Yeah. Why is that?
1: It's the 75% off chocolate (laughs) day. Come on, my girl. You know that that's the most important thing. I should (laughs) have
0: guessed. I should have guessed. Oh, so
1: Valentine's Day. Should it be a, a national holiday?
0: I, I say no, by the way. I'm, I'll explain my reasoning okay. after you explain your reasoning.
1: So then I should I should probably say this. So do you think that the day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday? Because it's kind of the same idea. Well, that's
0: different because people get drunk and uh, watch and uh, overindulge during same the Super Valentine's Bowl. Same on
1: Valentine's Day?
0: Not always. No, Val- I, no I, I will explain my reasoning after you I give your answer.
1: I think Valentine's Day has... I'm going to sound like a cynic, but I think Valentine's Day really has lost a lot of its meaning because it's become a lot about the chocolate and the cards and the flowers and how can I compete with the next year that I've done and what can I do better and how can I do do this even more the next year? It's like you're competing with yourself. Um, I think the, the best Valentine's Day days for me were the simplest ones and I think For you to have to have a day to tell someone you love them, kind of cheapens the whole idea. Because if you can't tell them on February 8th that you love somebody because it's not Valentine's Day, then what makes another seven days or six days different? I just feel like you don't need a specific day to tell someone you love them.
0: I'm inclined to believe that it should not be celebrated as a national holiday because of the fact that there are a lot of people that have negative feelings about Valentine's Day. They might not be in a relationship. They want to be in one. And the day might cause some pain for people. So not everybody has a warm and fuzzy feeling about Valentine's Day. So I'm of the belief that if it's important to you, it should be celebrated, but if it's not, it can be let go.
1: Yep. And then there is always, Valentine's Day is to love thyself. If you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. Oh, that's I feel that's like the
0: best that's... sentiment of all. <laughs>
1: it's not my quote. It's a quote from some show I Whitney saw. Whitney
0: Houston, right? You're quoting Whitney Houston, right? From was it song? Whitney
1: Houston or oh. was it, I don't know. I just <laughs> remember hearing that and I was thinking, you know what? That's right. How can you love someone if you don't love yourself? Greatest
0: love of all, right? That's why I brought up Whitney Houston. Yeah. But it was Dolly Parton first, right? That oh, wrote yeah. The song?
1: yeah. Dolly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're talking with uh, my wife, Lori Ann Leahy, and the subject. Oh, of... by
1: the way, I think it's like RuPaul or something. Oh, that's okay. Crazy thing. I sit
0: corrected. <laughs> we're talking with Lori Ann Leahy, uh, my wife of almost 25 years, and uh, we're talking he about. He
1: hasn't gotten rid of me yet. <laughs>
0: We're talking about Valentine's Day and some of the common themes that go along with it. You're listening to Airing It Out, files from Leahy's broadcast booth. We publish every Wednesday with fresh new content. Check out the website. Uh, we're at LeahyStorytelling.com, And that's where this podcast is going to be housed, as well as uh, all the other episodes that we have done. Um, so
1: I have a great question for you. All
0: right. I want to hear it. This is interactive, so let's go.
1: This, the Gentleman of the Music. Name a song that you believe is romantic that is not thought of as being romantic. Hmm. I know the one on th- the one I think is very, very great.
0: Well, you're you're asking me to go back into my vast catalog of musical knowledge here. Um,
1: I will help you with. I will tell you the song I'm thinking All right, lay it on me. Don't worry, be happy. I think that that's a great song because what it does is it tells you that if you don't love the world and you don't open up and see the world for what it is, even for the bad things, it's okay. Because you know what? There's another day coming around and there's always something that you can do better.
0: You know, now that you bring it up, Uh, can we agree that the Beatles did some of the greatest love songs that were ever written? And I'm thinking of the song that George Harrison wrote, Something, which I heard Paul McCartney do a version of it on the the ukulele, and I fell in love with it. And it's now one of my favorite songs to play on the ukulele. And And
1: I I was thinking the long and winding role myself. Yeah,
0: yeah. In fact, I may add that, version to this podcast we'll, we'll record it separately and throw it in okay you know but uh, yeah you were talking about how important music is to this day and, and i think with our history we've proven that to be true right yeah. there's been so many musical moments yeah. on valentine's day that, that we've been able to to share um what do you think the secret is to a long and mostly happy marriage
1: Having your husband away from you for a half a year in baseball? Oh, wait a minute, that's our life. Oh,
0: <laughs> so
1: in, come on, you gotta go with me here. Oh,
0: uh, I thought it was funny. I thought you it gotta was go funny. with me
1: here. No, um, no, we
0: now we have to tell that backstory now, right?
1: The reason that I say that is because you are in the sports industry, and I am in technology. So there have been weeks, months, years where. I basically left in the morning, and um, you were sleeping, and I would come home, and you'd be gone, yeah. because you were doing baseball, football, hockey, whatever.
0: Well, baseball was the biggest culprit, right? Because I was working yeah. every day.
1: And then you you would go to sleep, and i wake up, and you're sleeping, and we'd just live like that for...
0: Two ships in the night. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And when people say, oh, you've been married for 20-some-odd years, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's only about half that, because half the time... We were actually doing that where we were doing shifts and we didn't really see each other. So I think for me, my my point of view, I actually thought that that made our relationship stronger because it's one thing to have someone near and dear to you and they're with you all the time. But, you know, you can't have a we without a me. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. I just mean that if you can't have yourself centered. How can you give yourself to others? That's what I mean.
0: Well, let's share the backstory, okay? Because a lot of people might be familiar with it, but some people might not. No, it.
1: he didn't dump me for half a year.
0: Uh, Although three we... summers, three yeah. summers in a row, we were apart because yeah. I accepted a job in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I was there in 2008 and 2009. By the way, my book about the Kings is coming out in the next four to six weeks. And
1: no, I didn't set that up for an advertisement. He just snuck that in.
0: So, yeah, so I went out to Western Michigan for two summers, Kalamazoo, Michigan, and we were basically apart for that whole, those whole two summers. Then I went to Florence, Kentucky in 2010. Now, that has got to be one of the biggest challenges that a married couple can face when uh, the couple is separated for either business reasons or military reasons. My sister knows all about that. Her husband was deployed in Iraq a few different times. But the point I'm, tr- I'm trying to make is uh, we were apart and I can only imagine how difficult that was for you. I know how difficult it was for me and that made the get-togethers afterwards you know, so meaningful.
1: Yeah, see one of the things that I think people don't realize is that when you meet someone, you meet the whole person. And part of that is what they do for a living. Uh, I, I came in and you had told me about being in broadcasting and that's what you wanted to do. And I knew what I was getting into. I knew that you would end up doing working when I was leaving and vice versa. I also knew that you would be doing a lot of travel and you have to, when you're going into this, you have to know what you're getting into. Um, That's just like I, your brother, a great example. Your brother is an artist and he does amazing work, but that's what he does. So his world is going to be a lot different than a nine to five kind of guy. And if that's, the 9 to 5 kind of guy that you're looking for, John, you're not that guy. You would die if you would go into office work. That just isn't did your it, thing. did
0: it for several years, yeah.
1: But it wasn't making you happy. Hmm. So what did you do? One day you came home and you said, I can't do this anymore. And what was my comment? What did you wait so long for? <laughs> so it's just you have to know that when you're getting into a relationship to understand what that means. How your sister was ever able to marry a man in the military, um, my heart goes out to her because I would be so afraid, worrying about things, but this is where your family is so amazing at what they do. They can handle any situation that they're given. And I think that was just amazing.
0: Did anyone ever like come up to you and, and say, you know, it's got to be so hard for you. How are you coping with your husband being away for several months? Did Did you ever have a chance to talk to anybody about that or express your feelings about it?
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of people come to me and say, hey, you know, um, I know that you're not going to see him for a couple of months. And my response to them was, hey, you know what? I, I knew what I was getting into, so I can't complain now. Um, and on the other hand, when it's the opposite, when you're... You're working very hard and you're trying to find another team and, and and you're getting to a point where you're doing all this work and it's not coming to the forefront. I know that that's part of what you do too. And it's not easy to see you go through that and it's not easy to be away. But I know that that kind of comes with the territory.
0: And you've been so supportive, you know, especially during those three years, but also throughout the course of our relationship. And I think...
1: Hey, you've seen more of the United States than I have. I'm a little bit jealous, yeah, actually. Yeah, but
0: you've done more international travel than I have. So it's it's all a wash, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so. But I got to see Hawaii.
0: Yep. And that's the only U.S. state I've <laughs> never been to. So yeah. I'm going to be banking on you to uh, show me around the place if and when we ever get over there. And they yeah. have... They have an airline now that flies directly over there. I don't know if you knew that, Hawaiian Airlines. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm so doing a direct flight. That's good. I am be... so do, doing a direct flight. Can't be any worse than a flight from Texas to Australia.
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't know how you pulled that off. That is just an insane... <laughs> I was a very
1: mean, mean girl, that that flight.
0: Yeah, but when you get there, it's, it's just... Oh, yeah. it,
1: it's... 24-hour flight. It's just crazy.
0: Wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so... Valentine's Day is very special, and uh, I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of the fact that I believe... Now,
1: do I have to leave, and you're going to tell them the secret of what I'm getting in less than 24 hours?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think that uh, what I'm most grateful for, we talked about being grateful, um, I'm grateful for the amount of support that you've given me over the years, and you support me In so many ways you know and um,
1: I just let you go
0: well you (laughs) you are special you are special because uh, you you realize where I want to go with my career path and you not once have discouraged me from pursuing my dream because you see how happy it makes me Uh, am I the richest guy in the world well not really but
1: you are the richest guy it all depends on what you believe it makes you rich. You are rich in family. You're rich in love. You're rich in m- music. Remember, money is great. Don't get me wrong. Give me money. But money is fleeting. So money and sleeping with money at night is hard. But sleeping with a life that you can look back on with the treasures and the adventures, you can't buy that.
0: We lost Jimmy Buffett back in September. Of course, you know how much Jimmy means to me. Uh, But if Jimmy Buffett were here with us right now, and he said, I'd like to play you a Valentine's Day song, but you have to choose one of my songs, one of my songs that I've written and recorded. What song would you want Jimmy to play to you on Valentine's Day?
1: That's so hard because Uh. he has um, so many great songs. What I think I'm gonna pick is I'm gonna pick a sentimental favorite that I have. Mm-hmm. Might not sound like a Valentine's Day song, but um, it means a lot to me. It's called "A Little B- Luck, Luck and Love." Love and luck. Love by the and way. luck. Love and luck. And yeah. the reason that I like that is because the song is so upbeat, and it basically says, with a little bit of luck and a little bit of love, everything else will fall into place. And that's kind of how I live.
0: Mm. Yeah, you've always been. Uh really uh, attached to that song, so to speak. So uh, we're, we're almost getting ready to wrap this up here. Do you have any messages for the lovers on Valentine's Day that are tuned in to this podcast? <laughs> to the lovers. Because, because we, are, we are we have published this on Valentine's Day. So any messages for the lovers out there?
1: Be, be truthful and don't be corny. Um, be honest and don't feel like you have to Do something better than someone else. Because you know what? You're just competing with yourself. Be yourself.
0: And to keep love alive, you have to work at it, right?
1: Absolutely. Um, It's not something that you can get married and you start off lovey-dovey and then 30 years later you're still not talking to somebody. You have to work at it because life will get in the way sometimes marriage is hard you know sometimes life happens and it's hard you lose a job um i'm thinking the first year of our marriage we both lost jobs during that finances was tough um you had a beat up old car that was not quite surviving but we made it work so you have to get through the hard times to realize that the good times really are that good. So I guess what I would say to the lovers out there is, you know what? Be yourself and be honest because you can never find a Hallmark card that will say everything you want. Probably the best Hallmark cards you get are the simplest ones that just say Valentine, happy Valentine's day. And on the, inside of the card you write something because those are the ones that are going to meet the most
0: well great stuff Lori. i thank you so much for being here on the podcast you added tremendous value to this podcast and uh, we talked about love we talked about valentine's day so that's very appropriate for this day february 14th thanks for coming on i I truly love you and, and appreciate you and respect you and thank you for sharing your thoughts
1: Oh, isn't that sweet a big moi to all my friends and family out there plus plus my my awesome hubby And uh, I'm just very thankful that it's been all these years. You haven't kicked me out of the house yet um, And I can't wait for the next what's this 25 let's do triple can't wait for the next 50 years and we'll we'll celebrate Seventy-five years, maybe that's. Well, be if my we're goal.
0: alive back at that, that's gonna be that's gonna be quite the accomplishment. But.
1: <laughs> Seventy-five, you'll be what, a hundred and thirty? I don't even want
0: to think about it. I'm just <laughs> I'm having You're enough. Be the
1: oldest couple in the universe. I'm
0: having trouble grasping the fact that I'm gonna be sixty in November. So that's as a story for another day. Eh,
1: that's okay. Hey, I'm a speed mom. Yeah. I'm 55. I'm I'm gonna be a speed mom this
0: year. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, we I'm gonna have a, a a song that's gonna go with this episode. You're gonna hear that uh, momentarily here. And I also added a song uh, at the end of the podcast. At the end of each podcast episode, uh, you're gonna hear a, a song, an old song that I did, which I had an MP3 of, and I've added it to the ending of the podcast. So stick around for that. Uh, you're gonna to want to uh, hear that. Hopefully. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for this Valentine's Day edition of Airing It Out Files from Leahy's Broadcast Booth.
1: Love you all out there. Big hugs and kisses from all of us.
0: All right. Uh, Yes, enjoy your Valentine's Day if you choose to partake. We will be back next week. We'll be back next week with another episode. And for my blushing bride, Laurie Ann Leahy, this is John Leahy. Thanks again for tuning in. You have been listening to Airing It Out. Files from Leahy's broadcast booth, and we will talk to you next week.
3: Something in the way she moves attracts me like no other lover. Something in the way she woos me. Don't wanna leave her now. You no, know I believe in how. Somewhere in her smile, she knows that I don't need no other lover. Something in a style that shows me. I don't want to leave her now You know I believe in how You're asking me Will my love grow I don't know Stick around with it may show I don't know I don't know Something in the way She knows And all I have to do Is think of her Something in the thing She shows me Don't want to leave her now You know I believe in how
0: This is John Leahy. Please check out my website at johnrlahy.com. You can explore the history of my time in sportscasting from my early days to the present. You can view my resume, listen and watch my audio and video demonstration reels, as well as learn about this podcast, my internet radio station, the Harborlight Sessions Radio Network. Watch my music demos, learn about my books, audiobook narration, and you can check out my event calendar. There's also an informational section with tips and tools in broadcasting, along with my personal influences and cool links. Check it out at JohnRLahey.com.